How are you today, Dr. Carroll? Hey, I'm well. How are you doing? I'm doing awesome. Thank you very much for asking on this beautiful day that we're in. We're in it to win it. Yes, there is a like flash flood warnings. Really? All around us. That's yeah. ridiculous. Up to five inches of rain today and tomorrow. Hey, let's live in a place where it's negative 22 degrees one day and then 66 the next. I think I saw somebody washing their car that day with their shirt off and it literally was negative, right? Wind chill the uh, yeah, we day or two like before. A, yeah, five That's below ridiculous. That is ridiculous. Well, I am Nathan Morris. I'm Jonathan Carroll. And we are bringing you the most incredible of podcasts on this 44th episode of Number You'll 44. Die Trying. 44. That's like a year older than you. Barack Obama was the 44th president. Yeah, there's 44 pieces of candy in that candy <laughs> jar, I'm sure. Who's the most famous baseball player with the number 44? Well, it's not Jackie Robinson. <laughs> what number was he? 42. That's right. Number 44. Wasn't what's-his-face McGuire baseball? Did he play for the, I don't know, Sammy Sosa? Are you talking about uh, the Oakland Athletics? <laughs> yep, that guy. No, I wasn't. I think Pete Rose. Uh, <sighs> awful. I'm Hank terrible. Aaron and Reggie Jackson. Don't give me any type of sports. Same here. At all. I like watching it, but I'm not like TJ and Drew. They were playing uh, this whisper game where you play really, really loud music in your headphones and the other guy just whispers and mouths the name of like a famous, in this instance, it was basketball players. They got every one of them right. I would have been like, Barney. Yeah. <laughs> Selena Gomez. I think it's interesting to observe, as I enjoy doing human relationships, how many people talk about the weather and sports as a way to connect with each other. That's in weird. Instead of actual content that lives and breathes beneath the surface of the human mind. I'm going to say something. You can take it for what you want. I'm around a lot of elderly people, so I will tell you, elderly people are notorious for talking about the weather and doctor's appointments. That's pretty much it. Those are two things that are for sure for a lot of people. Right. That's, that's definitely the case. So I don't mean any disrespect because my grandmom, she loves going to the doctor. <laughs> I had to go to one last week, and now I have to go twice a year. That's awful. Yeah, and but you know, I I had a client uh, who talked to me uh, about the fact that they have a doctor's appointment three out of five days this week. Different doctors. Are you kidding me? This is not an exceptionally older person either. No, that's awful. Mm -hmm. I literally did not go to the doctor. I went at Doctor Yeiser was a pediatrician, and I went to him when I was like twenty one years old. And you're supposed to stop going to a pediatrician at like what time? What eighteen? 18. Mm -hmm. And then I didn't have another doctor up until I was like twenty eight years old. You have one now. I do, mm -hmm. but I've only been one time. Yeah. Well, 
I think that's that's what happens when you're healthy and you're young and maybe even thinking that you could be invincible. And I was there once too. Both of the primary physicians that I've had here in this community have left immediately after I signed up with them. Probably because your insurance was... They left like town, oh, gone. They just didn't like you. So I get a letter saying they're moving and I can get my records. And then I went and got another one. And then the next week after my visit... They're leaving. I have to get another one. I'm tired of finding doctors. So, Ladies and gentlemen, if you are a physician and you are interested in doctoring Dr. Jonathan Carroll, yeah. uh, please write to us at you'll die trying podcast. podcast at gmail.com. gmail.com. Yeah. Hey, you know what today's podcast is going to be about? I, I think it's about why people use superficial topics to engage as a way of saying know me, love me, like me, rather than just saying that they talk about the weather and sports, but... It looks, by the look on your face, like we might have another topic. I think it kind of is. I I don't know. I don't know what the podcast is about now. You threw me off. What were you going to say? I was going to say that today's podcast is is going to be about what you just said. <laughs> <laughs> so we talked in a previous episode about vulnerability. Yes. And about how difficult it is for people to open up that wound of knowledge about themselves. One of the best books I've ever read called The Wound of Knowledge. But anyway, and and I, I want to uh, not talk about that again, but I do want to open the subject up about why people have a hard time connecting with other people, especially I, strangers. I think it's laziness because it, the root of it is people people want to connect, Right. I know I have nothing in common with the dude who plays guitar with his feet sitting on the corner on the bucket. Like, I know I don't. But, however, if I engaged in in conversation with him, I probably would find out that we like maybe similar similar places to eat or uh, maybe we both have the sister named Claire. I don't know. Do you get what I'm saying? I don't have a sister named Claire. But my point is is I think it's laziness, and I'm totally at fault for that too. It could also be maybe some fear, as we always f- encounter fear being and la- insecurity. Yeah, being fear, I don't know. I Lazy just, could be a function of fear. That's what I was going to say. I feel yeah. like when you're a kid and you're shy, it's cute. When you're a sh- an adult and shy, it's laziness. Yeah. So it's kind of like when you choose to be fearful of it, connecting with a human being, it's kind of la- it's kind of lazy. It's um, It's not easy for everyone, and we have to take into consideration that there isn't just one personality type out there. And for those who may be more introversive, it oftentimes can be hard to connect with people because they don't get energy that way. It's like work. You know, it's like asking me, could I go out there quickly and rewire uh, my garage electrically? Like, that's <laughs> can horrible. We, can we do that one time? Can we do I, like an I, on? I would literally die and burn my house down. <laughs> Location of you rewiring your garage. We'll podcast it. But to, but to other people like maybe Brent or others whom we know who are really good at that kind of thing, they're like, oh, that sounds great. What a great challenge. I love doing that. Personalities work that way too. Let's go to a party, the wife says. The husband says, okay, secretly thinking, oh my God, I don't want to talk to those people. I don't want to be around those people. I don't want to have to put that energy what time can we leave? And the wife is mad because she doesn't want the husband 
making her leave early and already they're in a fight and they haven't even gotten there, right? I have literally seen that story play out so many times. Not personally, but I've literally been a part of that story so many times. Let me ask you this question because it kind of coincides with this and I want to know if I'm being lazy. All right, you ready? All right. February the 23rd, okay. Uh, Bone Thugs and Harmony, Travis, no. Bone Thugs and Harmony and Twista. Yes. Lil Flip. Are coming getting, to this is getting weirder. I know, there's a point. They're coming to the Ford Center in Evansville, Indiana, and we were invited to go. I was told that it would be a really good time. Okay, I have no desire to go to a Lil Flip, Twista, and Bone Thugs concert, so I don't want to go. When asked why, the answer is because I don't want to. Does that make me lazy? Because I literally don't want to immerse myself into. I mean, I'm. I know Twista songs. I remember them back in the. I'm gonna make you a celebrity overnight. That song, you know, whatever. And Bone Thugs. Let's be honest. They've got the Crossroads song. But I, I mean, don't wanna, who doesn't love that? Who I don't want to go to that. So what's the problem? Right. How is that lazy? I'm just making sure. Oh, okay, you're checking that I'm out. I'm just checking it out to make sure I'm not being lazy. Like, let's try a new opportunity or a new. And you know, this isn't climbing a mountain. Here's no, the this thing. isn't hiking. This isn't climbing trees for me or jumping off of a cliff. This is literally going somewhere I don't want to go. Here's the thing. One of the best things about being adult, being an adult, is that you don't have to do everything that you don't want to do. Like when you're a kid and you just get dragged along to JC Penny. God, those are the so groaning old music watching your grandmother with 60 hangers, each of which holds six garments, (laughs) and she's not going to end up buying any of them. That was my childhood. But they had the circular hangers, and you could hide in in between them? I did, but then I I got in trouble for it because she couldn't find me, and I just had to sit on the lone, barely, scarcely padded wooden chair right outside the women's fitting room and give my opinion on the apparent fit. Now, my grandmother, God rest her soul, really preferred my sister, and so my sister got to do that. But there were times when it was me. Now, I'm so glad Grandma never made me. Do I want to do that at 11 years old? Is that what I want to do? No. no. Is that what I'm going to do? Yes. Why? Because I'm 11. And you don't have a driver's license. You're 33. You have to pay your taxes. Mm-hmm. You have to take your children here and there and provide for them. You have to be professional as a leader. You do not have to go to a Bone Thugs and Harmony and twist a concert <laughs> in another town when you don't want to. Thank God. Be the adult that you are. Don't make excuses because you don't owe anyone anything, including an explanation. A simple word of gratitude and then a nice and polite declination. Like, oh gosh, I wish I could, but I don't want to. Mm-hmm. That's from Phoebe from Friends. Yeah. Something like that, or you know what? Thanks for thinking of me. It's just not my thing, but I, it means a lot, and I hope you'll ask again the next time. The next time Bone Thugs comes through? The next time there's an opportunity. Okay. Because next time it could be, you know, who you really like, Yanni, along with <laughs> Michael Bolton. That could be the next opportunity, and you're not going to say no to that. I mean, who would say no to a Yanni concert? I don't even know if the guy plays concerts anymore. Do you know who I would love to see in concert? Andre Bocelli. Incredible voice. Beautiful voice, 
Anyway, I would just like, I would. I would go to that show in a heartbeat. Good. That's what I... Good. Anyway, uh, you've heard it here, folks. I will not be attending the Bone Thugs, Twista, and Lil Flip concert at the Ford Center. Have you told your friends that you won't be going? I just hope they listen to this episode. <laughs> no, I will. We should have you call them now, put them on speaker and tell them, but not without Please. their consent. No, let's definitely not do that. So <laughs> this brings up a couple of things. On the one hand, why are we so hesitant to talk honestly? I wasn't hesitant. I just wanted to, but I agree with that. Yes, <laughs> and, I just. And secondly, why are we so defensive? I know. <laughs> why are we so defensive? No. Secondly, why are we so hesitant to speak what is real? Yeah. I don't want to talk about the weather. It's the weather. Weather is coming. Really, there's already weather. It's all weather. It doesn't. It's just not rain and snow is weather. Everything's weather. That's very. It's true. like someone saying, "I have sinuses." Really, me too. I breathed. I breathed. I breathed. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, to the point, I want us to engage in a more examined life. Socrates said the unexamined life is not worth living. Mm. And I think when we examine ourselves constantly, we find our uh, Achilles places. And one of them is that we are largely insecure. We do worry what people think. We want them to think well of us. We want them to think more well of us than we think of ourselves, honestly. We get mad at them when they don't. Hmm. And I think we need to be able to engage people at a level that's beyond the weather in sports. I don't know how many times people have come up to me and asked me if I'm a UK or Louisville fan. Oh my gosh. To which I say, you know... I, I I wish everyone well. That's all that I can think to say. That may or may not is. I really don't care. That's a conversation that happens at in the labor and delivery room here yeah. in Kentucky. Oh yeah. The yeah. nurses are saying, "Who's going to be?" In? I'm sorry. I don't mean to mock. Hey, I want to take this time for those of you who are listening and have listened. Thank you so much for doing so. Please be sure to subscribe to this podcast on your beautiful listening devices, and please sure, uh, be sure to also give us a five star rating. Be sure and click five stars. Write a review. We would love that. It would really help. So please click five stars. What is a way you could encounter a stranger that would be, you think, meaningful? Hey, man. (laughs) Nice weather we're having. Nice weather we're having, hey. Are you a Cards fan or are you a Wildcat fan? And then share the same stupid photo of that car hitting the anyway never mind i don't that's stupid i don't even want to go there i just wish people were more real i really do yeah i think a a a positive interaction would be to make eye contact with a human being walking down the street and say good afternoon good morning what you know whatever instead of thanking people i like to tell them that i appreciate them that's nice because i'm not just grateful for what they do right transactional i'm grateful for who they are which is what brings them to do what they do. So rather than thank you, which is shop-worn and all but but threadbare, I would rather say I appreciate you. And thank you, though, even though transactional can still be very genuine. It can, but words, you know, they lose their luster sometimes. Like love. 
Everybody loves everybody. Every middle school girl hugs every other middle school girl the first day of school and then the second day of school and then every day after that. They just saw each other 20 minutes ago, but they're going to hug each other in between classes. Like, there's a lot of love going around, a lot of heart emojis, a lot of kissy, winky, blow kiss emojis. That, I think, tends to dilute what some people mean when they speak of love. What do you think it meant for there to be lanterns like drones to form the words one love during the most recent Super Bowl, Super Bowl 53 during the half wit, I mean, I'm sorry, halftime show. I was asleep. I'm sorry. One love. What does that mean? I mean, Bono sang it, you two sang it. But then when you have someone like Lin-Manuel Miranda, who is known for um, writing Moana, Hamilton, Mary Poppins. He wrote Moana? He was a part of the writing team well, for Well, I'll Moana. be. When he speaks on the Oscar stage, or maybe it was the Emmy stage, or the Tony stage, when he says, love is love is love is love. There's meaning to that, right? Mm-hmm. Why? What makes that difference? What, what me- makes that different? It's an interesting question. Nathan's shaking his head. He, he doesn't know. He's throwing his hands up. He's shrugged. <laughs> You're like a living emoji. Uh, <laughs> I don't know emoji. I think that we need to be more precise with our language, and I don't think we need to reduce it to weather and sports. I think we need to literally ask, how are you? And by, by how are you, I mean, how are you? So instead of when someone says something about the weather, why don't I say, hey, you know, yeah, it's cold. I was asking how you were, you know, I don't know, calling them out. Is that rude? No? Maybe a little? I think you can do it in a not rude way. (laughs) (laughs) I did that on purpose. Hey, so how's that sandwich? It's delicious. I know. It's so good. What is that? Oh, it's the chicken. (laughs) Gosh. So, yeah, I uh, I think you can do that in a polite way. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, I'm I think not. you could say, "Oh, you know what? It's, it's funny. Everyone's talking about the weather, aren't they? Yeah, I think it's going to be cold." But tell me, how are you? <laughs> you can affirm. Well, I just got back from the foot doctor. <laughs> well, look at my nail. Yeah. Oh gosh, <laughs> I do have some some. I do have some stories about like yeah yeah yeah. Let's, let's not even. I'm not. I just it's very odd to me that I know I'm making a mental note of all the doctor's appointment stories to not tell when I get older. You know, I think I may have mentioned this in another episode, but my grandmother used to talk about people by their their sickness. I think I mentioned like I mean Maud, the one with <laughs> cancer, because she would whisper cancer. Um, and I think the older we get, like that's the thing we have in common. Weather, something we have in common. What'd you say? Ailments. Ailments. Elements and ailments. <gasps> yes. And sports. That doesn't rhyme. There's That's not, not. No, no. Yeah. But there's other things we have in common. Yeah. You know, we, we, we live in the same place. We live under the same um, banner, under the same flag, with the same rules. Uh, we, we all live with the same realities that's different you know in some sense because of who we are in our context but at the end of the day we have a lot more in common than just elements and ailments did you see me pull behind you the other day and turning my my strobe lights on you no are you serious are you sure it was me one thousand percent okay 
1,000%. No, I didn't, I didn't see you. You pull past me. I get behind you. There are cars coming on to uh, the opposite way, and I keep turning my lights on, and they're like slowing down. Of course, I'm, they're white lights. They're strobe lights. They're not, I'm not impersonating a, a law enforcement. <laughs> they're, they're for a funeral procession. <laughs> I think that's a felony. No, it wasn't. It's not a no, felony. No, no, no. Oh, if you're impersonating. Oh, if I'm impersonating a law enforcement. Yes, yeah. that definitely would not do that. But I did it the better part of down the street. I didn't see that, but what brought that to mind? Uh, the fact that you were like talking about how we have stuff in common and I was like getting ready to say, yeah, we live in the same zip code, you and me, you and I are like one minute apart. Oh, by the way, you did you see me? Okay. Because I hadn't talked to you since. Yeah, I, no, I, I didn't did see you. I apologize. I <laughs> That's okay. I mean. Probably listening to uh, to uh, that band you were just talking to, Twista. Was talking to don't them. listen. Was just, just don't. So uh, this is an encouragement to you, Nathan. I want to give you a task, an assignment, and more homework. Okay. Speaking of which, did you do your homework from the previous episode? That one thing? Mm-hmm. Nope. Okay. You said be more real with each other. I'm just telling you like yeah, it is. No, that I appreciate that. Yeah. I, uh, I want to encourage you to have a legit conversation with someone who is not a member of your family or your team who is not someone participating in the business and services provided by the funeral homes and take them three levels, three levels deep. Okay. I bet you can in 30 seconds know a lot about that person. I will do that. Challenge accepted? Challenge accepted. Okay, give me one. Give you one what? A challenge. Oh, I was like, what do you mean? Um, your challenge for the for t- today. Today? Does it have to be today or do you have to just be until I no, see no, you again no. to podcast? Till, yeah. Till the next podcast. Your challenge is to why are you so creative? I don't think that was very creative. Well, it it was good. I'll, I'll take the same challenge. Thank you. You'll take the same challenge and hold on. And we're going to take a picture with that person. And it's going to be up for posting on our, on our sure social media. Make sure you get their consent. Oh, absolutely. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. Good so, deal. So if you see me and uh, you who are listening and you say, hey, I like the podcast, then we'll start talking. It'll be really fun. And the next time we're around people who are providing a service for them, let's look past the service they provide and see their personhood and recognize that there's a human being there. And they have a story, just like we do. Every face, every pair of eyes, every body, every life tells a story. And I think we are better and richer and fuller when we ask about those stories, when we are invited in to listen to something of that story, when we find the things that we do have in common, and we're able to connect with a human being. Because you never... No, that one point of connection could be the only real interaction they have that's human in an entire day. Think about it when you work at Walgreens or you work at Kroger or your local um, supply store, big box uh, uh, store. Think about all the stuff that those people are asked to do and are told to do and are commanded to do. And no one cares that they have a sick spouse at home or a child with RSV or that their car didn't start and they had to call their brother who's doped out, drive them to work. Nobody knows. Nobody cares until you come along and you do care and you ask them, how are you really? Like, are you exhausted? You know, I I love to talk to people who are kind of toward the end of their shift. Like, are you 
absolutely exhausted. Yeah, I'm pretty tired. Do you like what you do? Yeah, I like it, generally speaking. What are the best parts of it? You can, have, you can do that while they're checking you out. It's not that big of a deal. Or, you know, while they're doing whatever the service that they provide, unless they're providing um, surgical services, at which point you should probably let them concentrate. But there's so much you can learn about people. And uh, I think that, that could be uh, a real gift to them, an opportunity to connect with another human being that wasn't judgmental, that wasn't negative, that was genuinely, passionately, and intellectually curious and who wanted to know something about them because they matter, because they do matter. We can't just talk about loving everyone. We need to show it, and that's one way to do that. So challenge accepted. I love it. I can't wait to do this. There's a little little lovely lady at Target who we care for her family and goes out of her way because Megan goes out of her way to interact with her, and they're like buddies. Like it's really sweet to watch those interactions, and yeah, um, it's it's just really nice because that does matter. Yeah, you know that does matter. This lovely lady is carrying a lot of weight. Yeah, and we're not just working at Target and serving the community and the public, but there's a lot of things that she has going on, and for her to be invested in, I know it means a lot to her. Well, and and uh, you know they wear name tags for a reason, and for a stranger to say their name means you took time to take notice. Mm-hmm. And when you say someone's name, it's because they've given you that power. And that's a holy power to be able to call someone by their name. It's the only real word that they've heard consistently their entire lives since they first awakened. And when we who do not know them are given that beautiful power to call it out loud, that's pretty powerful. I've always thought the most important part of a prayer is the first part when we are allowed to name God. Hmm. God gives us a, a handle with which to carry our story around, and that handle is, is the name. That's a very important part of every interaction. So notice the name, ask them how they are, and say, oh, Jacqueline, by the way, I mean, how are you really? Like, what's it like to be you right now? And powerful, transformative, beautiful things can happen. That's awesome. So I will take your challenge. I will take my picture and uh, you do the same. And we will meet here and discuss again what it means to be human, which at the end of the day, I think is what all this is about. Absolutely. That's exactly what all this is about. Guys, gals, I appreciate you listening so very much, coming here time and time again to listen to Dr. Carroll and myself try to be better versions of ourselves and maybe just maybe encourage you along the way. Please visit anchor.fm forward slash you'll die trying and also on Facebook. You'll die trying podcast. You almost messed it up too. Hey, that's Nathan Morris. <laughs> and that is Dr. Jonathan Carroll. And this is you'll die trying. Till next time. <laughs>